Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Kujip Show. You're listening to episode 17. Today, I wanted to do something a little different and bring you behind the scenes into my business and my strategic planning process. You may remember from episode 15, where I shared that I reflect and review the year that was in December. It's the first step in my five-step strategic plan process. So I was, you know, writing down my reflections, going through my stats, scrolling through Insta, remembering what the hell I actually did this year. And I thought that you may find the learnings useful too. And at the very least, you get to be nosy because if you're anything like me, I love learning what's actually happening behind the scenes. Everything we see, the emails, IG stories, workshops, They're just the tip of the iceberg. They're the end product. And often we don't hear the strategy or the decisions that were made months and even years before. So that's what I'm going to do today. And to make it easier, I'm going to share my top learnings under three categories, mindset, strategy, and marketing. So let's dive in. Mindset. My biggest learning involving my mindset is that I'm no longer a one woman show. Like I haven't been a one woman show for a while now. I don't have staff, for example, employees, but I do have seven, yes, seven contractors that I work with on a regular basis. When I recently hired my online business manager, I sat down and thought about all the things that I do in my business, what I'm already outsourcing and what I can let go of even more. And I couldn't believe that I had seven contractors and I couldn't believe how much I was still holding onto in my business. For example, creating IG graphics, updating my website here and there, uploading copy into my email provider, and so on. It was in that moment that I realized I was now seeing myself as a CEO, overseeing something bigger than just me. And I could see that hanging out in the doing was holding me back from working on activities that were going to grow my business and support my clients even better. With previous financial investments and commitments such as this, I had to really think long and hard about the pros and cons. But this time, I just knew that even if I lost some profit at first, I would gain it back later. Outsourcing was a smart financial investment. And when I signed the contract for my OBM, I have never felt more relieved in my life. She has my back and I no longer have to keep everything in my head and I know that's exactly what I need. So if you're thinking of outsourcing, hiring or getting support in some way, obviously do your due diligence, but I think it's a smart move. Every business owner I know or who I look up to or I believe is successful in their own way has a team supporting them behind the scenes. It's very hard to replace your corporate salary, you know, increase your reach and grow your community and create products and services all on your own. 
Running a business requires so many skill sets and you can't possibly be great at all of them, even if you think you are like me. Helping people, hiring people who are great at areas and skills that aren't your jam is future-proofing your business for sustained success. And I knew this to be true, right? But now I have proof and my whole mindset has shifted. I can now see how it is possible to reach my income goals and I've got some big ones for the next few years. You know, I can serve more people and still run my business in a way that feels good to me. I feel like I've got my freedom back. Mindset learning number two. I wanted to finish off this mindset section of this episode by saying that there is never a perfect time. This year has been hard for so many reasons and I can't count the number of times you, my community, has DM'd me asking if now's a good time to quit your day job, launch a service, start using Facebook ads, get professional photos, the list goes on. And I get it. You don't want to waste your money, time and energy and you want to be respectful of people's circumstances and world events. And this is a good thing. I do too. However, I think 2020 has shown us that there is never a perfect time to do anything. We can't predict the future and a lot of things are outside of our control. I know for me, if I had waited for the perfect time this year to launch, create, build, show up, I wouldn't have made any money and I wouldn't have done so many things like launch this podcast. So while we do need to be mindful of world events, you know, elections, global movements, we need to be careful that we don't fall fall into the trap of not taking any action. We are doing our clients, the world and ourselves a disservice when we hold back. I know you are all amazing humans who want to make the world a better place. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to this. So trust your instincts and follow your values and you'll make the right decision. That's what I've done and I've still managed to meet 80% of my financial goal for 2020 and tick most of the things I had to do off my to-do list. Let's look at strategy. Learning number one, people want to have more access to me. The biggest feedback I always get at the end of a free training or my group coaching program is that my community learns so much when they get to hang out with me in real life and I love hanging out live too. Maybe it's the teacher in me, but I really enjoy the immediate feedback that you get when you're chatting and teaching in real time. If I could hang out all day, every day live with you all, I would. However, I know this isn't possible. So over the last year, I've been playing around with my business model and building a suite of products and services. I originally planned on the Creative Freedom Method, my coaching program, being my high ticket program where you can get one-on-one coaching support. And then my course, Create Content with Confidence, was going to be self-paced without any of my support in real time. And then I was going to have smaller products from ebooks to workshops, just like my product, The Copy Advantage. But after starting down this route, I felt lots of resistance for a really long time. And honestly, I just, I couldn't figure out why. Then I realized it was because I didn't want to become a product course-based model, where access to me was limited. And I know that's not what you want either. I know people say that the only way to increase your income and maintain your freedom is through digital courses and products. But I'm here to tell you this just isn't true. And I've proven that with my hybrid approach approach used in the creative freedom method. 
So I've followed my gut and taken your feedback on board and I'm changing things up in 2020 so I can continue to support you on a deep level, but also allow my business to continue to grow. I haven't shared this publicly yet, but I'm introducing a six-month high-touch mastermind, which is for everyone who has completed the Creative Freedom Method and those who are ready to diversify their income and move away from done-for-you services. Like the Creative Freedom Method, this is a hybrid program. There will be course components with one-on-one coaching and group support laid on top. I'm hoping to launch this in March next year. Spots will be limited and TCFM students will have the first opportunity to join. So stay tuned. And the Creative Freedom Method, as you've probably guessed, is going to change to a group model where we have weekly one-hour coaching calls and you'll still have access to me one-on-one via DMs and I'll still be looking over all of your content strategy and plans. This program, however, will only be offered three times a year instead of the four times like this year. And finally, my course Create Content with Confidence will no longer be evergreen and self-paced. I'm going to change this so that it's a live program that I launch twice a year so I can provide group coaching calls and additional support as you move through the coursework. And I know you're going to ask, so I'm also going to remind you that I'm still offering free training workshops and low-cost products to support you as your business grows and your needs change. So the lesson here, besides the nosy insight into what I've got going on, is that you can determine your own business model and change your mind at any time if things don't feel right to you. Strategy learning number two, getting people off the gram. Now I love Instagram, but I think depending on it as your only sales channel is a risky move. It's time consuming, you have less control, and it doesn't convert nearly as well as email. And if you've done a bit of research, you know this to be true. So I've been testing out a lot of different strategies to get people on my email list. For the last six months, I've been using Facebook ads to increase my subscribers. I promote my content marketing freebie, seven types of content, and it's been converting really well. The conversion rate from memory is around 80%. This has allowed me to grow my list by 600% this year. And this is amazing because I only started a whole new email list in October last year. So I'm really happy with this result. I've also been trying wait lists for my services so that I don't have to do a live public launch as much because these, despite you know, what I do behind the scenes to make them seamless and easy, they are still quite time consuming and take a lot of energy. However, my waitlist strategies haven't done as well as I'd hoped. People do sign up. However, I still get a lot of people enrolling via my content on Instagram. People often need an incentive to sign up to waitlists. So I've also been playing around with bonuses, money off and limited places. To be honest, none of these have been more effective than the other. I haven't given up on the waitlist strategy. However, I do feel like people have been responding better to free trainings, workshops and freebies because they're getting something that supports them now in the moment. And it also gives them a chance to get to know me. And I know my community likes to hang out with me and other service providers and coaches before they invest. So the lesson here is start investing in your email list now before you need it. I wish I had invested in mine seriously way, way sooner. And finally, let's look at marketing. Lesson number one, problem focused content works better than urgency focused content. So what do I mean by this? Well, when I 
emailed content around bonuses during, you know, open cart periods, you know, with subject lines like fast action bonus expires tonight. These just didn't really resonate with my community. But subject lines like what would it mean to you if you could take Friday afternoon off really resonated. And I'm not entirely surprised by this because we're all used to the standard urgency by now headlines. So we have a tendency to kind of like tune them out, right? And scroll past them. However, click rates were also higher in emails with problem focused subject lines too, showing me that you want honest conversations about what you're struggling with, what solution I can provide and how you can work with me. So I'm going to keep doing this. Marketing lesson number two, use personalized marketing tactics. When your email list and community is small, it pays to provide personal touches in your marketing. I've been trying out a video app called Bonjoro so I can share personalized invitations and thank you messages to people who choose to work with me. People say, you know, that they love it, right? It feels personal and that they weren't expecting this video message with me, not on script, shown my face. So it's a welcomed surprise. I also sent personalized DM invitations to everyone who viewed stories about my free content marketing challenge that I ran in November and people in my community who I thought would get a lot out of it. I had a 90% success rate and most of them thanked me for letting them know because they wouldn't have taken action otherwise. Really, really interesting. Personalized messages is where it's at. Marketing lesson number three, polls on Instagram are really not great for market research anymore. I used to love surveying my community via IG polls to help me choose, you know, like what content to create, see what problems they're currently facing and all of that good stuff. This strategy hasn't worked well for about the last six to eight months, probably because the bots and the spam messages ruined the experience for all of us. So I'll be thinking of new ways to conduct market research regularly, you know, next year, apart from my generalized marketing emails that I send out whenever I do a launch and stuff like that. If anyone has got some cool strategies about how they're doing consistent marketing research, something really easy like an Instagram poll, hit me up because I'd love to hear what is working for you. Marketing lesson number four, a mix of video, text and images work best for conversion. Most of us understand the power of video. However, I've really seen the difference it can make this year. IGTVs and IG Lives have been a great way for me to attract new followers and convert current followers into clients, both with my high ticket programs and my low cost products. These trainings with strong call to actions have been the trigger for most people. I believe if I hadn't have added strategic videos to my launch content, I don't know if I would have converted quite so well. Marketing lesson number five, the power of podcasting. Launching this podcast has been the best decision I have made this year. The positive impact it's had on my business has blown me away. It's resulted in clients, new followers, podcast guest speak invitations, collaboration discussions, and being great for email signups and SEO. And because of this, the pod will play a very key role in my marketing next year. Well, that's it for me. I hope you found this behind the scenes, nosy look at 2020 helpful. I'm taking a much needed break and won't be back here on the pod until at least January the 13th. 
So I want to wish you a safe and happy holiday and I cannot wait to hang out with you again in the new year. As always, thanks so much for tuning in today's episode and for your love, support and feedback of the show. It really means a lot to me. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday. 